0: are listening to watercolor wash a podcast where we talk about paintings mostly about watercolors for self-taught artists and whoever loves paintings hi i'm vasu and we are together in this journey hello everyone and welcome back so um it's been a while uh, that i posted an episode actually it's uh uh two weeks and um this week i want to talk about uh, one a very important uh topic i i actually got asked about uh, this question um that what do i think about other medium and uh do i ever plan to do other mediums as well and uh I will vastly discuss uh, why I choose watercolor and what are my thoughts on other mediums as well. And um, before that, I would like to say thank you to all my listeners. Some of them have reached out and uh, given some feedbacks. And one of the major feedbacks uh, was to have an episode a little bit longer. And usually podcast is such medium uh, where people like to get into the rabbit hole and uh, explore more on an idea and it gives it certainly um, it's certainly it's a great medium for me as well because i have so many thoughts sometimes and uh to to share it on a like a, on a instagram post or on 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 some small mediums even on youtube i don't uh, i have one channel on youtube but um, I am majorly inactive there because it takes a lot uh, to maintain a YouTube channel and um, uh, I have a full-time job which I'm very committed to. So uh, podcast is the only medium where I can uh, come and share my thoughts uh, instantly when I have these long thoughts and it keeps me connected to art and uh, um, that's that's why uh, I love this a particular medium for talking about and so yes I will keep my episodes uh, nearly 40 minutes long or maybe more it depends on the topic uh, but at least uh, 40 minutes is what I'm hoping to talk about and uh, so uh, another thank you to uh, Barbara O'Reilly uh, one of my Skillshare students and posted a review Uh, a lot of reviews actually um, on all of my classes. Uh, She took all of my classes and I hope she uh, became a student from uh, one of my podcasts. So I want to say a great thank you. And um, I saw the watch hours. It it, uh, definitely shows that uh, it was being painted along Uh, because all my classes are paint along. So if you each of my brush stroke uh, with proper space of timing can be seen so it's not a, a time lapse or i do not try to skip anything that i do uh, so that's uh, one of the uh, reasons my classes are a little bit long uh, but not never more than uh, one and a half hours long yeah uh, so thank you so much barbara and uh, your feedback is taken and i will definitely work um, on having a clear uh, picture of uh, the reference uh, while the video itself is good for looking at the painting that I'm doing um, what I'm looking at is I will try to keep it in a corner or maybe half the space because uh, nowadays a lot of people watch it on uh, the phones or on the tablets which are much smaller screen and to have that uh, will be a great um, I, th- I, I believe that it will be a great help So let's come back to today's topic and um, I want to talk about what are my thoughts on other mediums. So other mediums are majorly, you know, oil I see as a very good medium as well for painting and most of the wonderful art has been done in oil because it was the medium of choice uh, for many big artists and uh, majorly I if we go back to history and oil was chosen for many different reasons Uh, as you I think most of you know that watercolor is the oldest medium in painting and it is as old as art itself Uh, so the first paintings the Keo paintings it was water-based pigments uh, that were used and then Chinese um, invented paper very early uh, and they started uh using watercolors so it's very old medium so the major um i think th- the reason that oil got huge popularity uh, especially during the renaissance and uh, and a little bit uh, before renaissance uh was uh, majorly due to its longevity um water uh water-based paints um didn't last long very well and it has uh, the the transparency of the medium in watercolor was not so suitable uh, for uh, for early days especially when people jumped into realistic art um, and more representative art in um, in mid 1500s 1400s and uh, and henceforth, uh, henceforward, so longevity is one of was one of the major reasons, and then the opacity um, of oil paint itself uh, as an opaque medium, it it became very popular, and a lot of gorgeous painting, a lot of um, uh, a lot of best world's best known paintings are in oil, and I have huge respect for oil painters as well, even though. Um, it is considered that oil uh, is easier as a medium than um, uh, than watercolor and to a certain extent it is uh, but any kind of medium uh, there are levels of um, difficulties that you face in each medium yes oil does not uh, oil has a lot of forgiveness uh, for an artist, because uh, you can literally repaint the whole painting, whereas in watercolor, it's um, it's it, it's very less forgiving. There are a little bit uh, ways. There are few ways where you can correct some mistakes, and you have to be very quick to um, to correct those mistakes. Uh, But yes, oil is something that I love and I get a lot of inspiration from those, especially um, in my idle time when, you know, during the commute, if I'm not listening to any podcast or not watching anything on my phone, um, my major, uh, a lot of times I use Google Arts, Google Arts and Culture. If you find it, Uh, You can have uh, the app downloaded. And if you uh, go to the Google art and search for a good oil painting, you know, uh, from old days, you can zoom it to the maximum extent. Like, for instance, if if you download my uh, pictures from Instagram, you can zoom it to a certain extent. Not the paper size, not the real life painting size zoom is available for other medium, but Google has literally scanned all those arts whatever they can from many museums. And I, I keep looking at the, those um, paintings to the extreme zoom, uh, almost uh, lifelike. And I, I move through that image one by one. And uh, I take a lot of inspiration from oil. And if you look at my... Um, if you look at my paintings themselves, they uh, they give you a hint of oil. Even though I paint in a very transparent medium, I follow all the rules of watercolour. I, I use all the techniques of watercolour, but my painting tend to look like oil. Um, because one of the reasons is it's, um, it's realistic. The, and the second and the major reason... Is because my style is like that. I'm. Um, I try to be very precise and very simplistic uh, in terms of painting. Um, I have a lot of minimal composition um, that tend to go towards oil. So why don't I do oils? And why? What are the reasons uh, that I don't do oil? Um, so major reason is time, you know, uh, if you have a full time job and um, if you have a small house, you live in an apartment and uh, so you you need a studio, definitely you need a studio to do oil. If you want to do like uh, in a, I wouldn't say amateur uh, level, if you want to do something in intermediate level or to an expert level. You need to have a small studio for oil at least. And then there are like, you know, a lot of other stuff. Like for instance, the drying time is too high. And it's a whole process that if you are uh, painting a la prima and you are going to do it in one go, it will be perfect. But it, it still requires like a weekend to do that. And with watercolor, it's such an immediate medium that it um, like I just uh, sometimes I have uh, I just come from office and if something I have in my mind while coming back I just put down my bag have a tea and I just sit and start painting that and in two hours uh, my watercolor painting is done and uh, that that's how immediate it is so that's um, that's the big reason that I uh, do not paint in oil right now but but yes but if I have space and time uh, associated with me uh, I will definitely I have actually tried I have some oil paint with me I have I did buy <coughs> some uh, oil paper not oil canvas because uh, to put it in a house uh, in a small house uh, it the if you have if you are painting in oil you will fill the house like in no time maybe in 6 months you will not have enough space to uh, put your painting because each canvas uh, there are other alternatives uh, like panels and uh, and uh, like even oil paper itself uh, but it requires a lot of preparation as well like you know you have to prime uh, the panel or the the paper. There are pre-primed um, medium. Uh, there are pre-primed panels and canvases as well. Uh, but it's a lot of preparation that I have to to go through uh, if uh, if I'm painting on oil. And um, that's that's the second reason that I do not do oil. Third reason is I have a boy. Um, I have a son, and he's young right now. And most of the oil paints are toxic and I'm really scared that (laughs) if he might lick it or I'm actually more concerned about myself, I might lick it. I'm also very careless uh, when it comes to the paint. If it is, uh, usually I use my finger uh, to smudge a little bit um, in my paintings and that might, if that happens, it uh, it will be quite dangerous as well. And it requires a fair amount of ventilation. And uh, in the cold days, I do not have that kind of ventilation. I close all my windows. And um, so in a nutshell, I have nothing against oil. In fact, I love the medium a lot. And a lot of paintings that I see that inspire me to paint uh, are from oil. So in a nutshell, it's, Basically, the time and uh, um, and space that I do not have to to go on to that medium. And yes, watercolor is something that I love to do more. And it is my first love. So uh, oil is definitely a very close second. And I cannot um, wait to, like, you know, uh, when I get that time, uh... To paint and that space to paint I would definitely go and do that so I have uh, actually done a little bit of oil um, so I have a studio um, associated with me um, in China itself and I go there occasionally once in like three months two months they invite me quite often uh, and whenever I go I take like a small a small lecture or a class on watercolor and I come back. Uh, But if I go early, like three or four hours early and the students are not there uh, who are supposed to come, um, I do join the students who are learning oil and I do paint my own stuff. I do not disturb anybody. But I do take an easel and uh, all the materials are set up there. So they, they love um, me trying my hand in oil as well and I do a little bit of oil and I do when I do oil, I kind of do in a la primer mode and it's, uh, it's done in one sitting and I usually choose a still life, any object that they put inside the studio and the simplest composition I can get and try as close to the subject itself and yeah, so that... That's the extent that I do oil. I would uh, talk a little bit about um, acrylic. Not a lot. I'm not a very big fan, but it's it's a very popular medium uh, nowadays. Again, like the preparation is less in case of um, in case of acrylic, and it gets you all the benefits of oil. Uh, the only uh, uh, downside to acrylic is uh, like the the blending Uh, you have to spend a little bit more time in blending and uh, adjust the flow and uh, all those things and and especially you know I don't like the effect it gives um, when done on acrylic it's very good medium if you have flat um, washes which which are not uh, achieved entirely in oil or watercolor so that's like one very big benefit of acrylic second big benefit is uh, the opacity and uh, and at the same time yes you can always use uh, a dark to light technique in acrylic and it works very well so i also have acrylic with me and i i have i paint on it occasionally but uh, again like you know this is more related to time uh, for me and uh, if given a chance acrylic is uh, i wouldn't say it's very immediate but it's also immediate medium as compared to oil Uh, it's quite immediate Uh, but uh, i i prefer watercolor I, i just love the way it is um, and yeah so acrylic is something that can be done and the way i have done acrylic in the past is i use it like oil i go for good blending i go for uh, real values and um, i do not shy from like you know changing colors and and experimenting um on the same i i think i have one on my instagram uh uh, an orange that I made uh, with acrylic and it looks quite real and uh, another thing that I do not uh, like because uh, about acrylic is the shine that I get from uh, from the finished painting it's, uh that's something that discourages me to do acrylic uh, but it's no there is no Uh, Right or wrong medium. If you are able to express yourself and it suits you, um, I think we should all do multiple medium. It actually teaches us uh, to do watercolor better. In fact, you take something from each and every medium, like I took from oil. And yes, so yes, that's uh, that's the case. Uh, I love all the three mediums. Uh, But I love the most uh, watercolor and it's very meditative to me because it's non-interruptive medium as well. You know, you get interrupted um, in oil and in acrylic, you spend more time on the palette, uh, figuring out the right color while mixing, uh, while um, getting the consistency right, uh, getting the flow right it's it it breaks your tempo uh, from painting, and uh, that's one more thing that i um I love about watercolor that it requires the least amount of preparation, the least amount of uh, you once you you have a brush in your hand and it it just flows like water. you just need to control the water and you just need to control um it's very easy to control actually. Uh, the consistency of the colors, but uh, the, which is not the case in in acrylic and in oil. So these are um, my thoughts on that. And what about um, the sketching in charcoal? So let me tell you one thing about uh, my background. So I have been sketcher my whole life. Um, since I was a little child, I used to sketch a lot and. Uh, I was very good at it until like, and by the end of the college, I had sketched almost everybody in my class and everybody in, my, in the train that I used to commute. And the people who used to go with me were in certain jobs. And so I have done it with ball pen. I have done it with pencil. I have done it with charcoal. And until I uh, got my first job and then I almost completely left art, uh, but yeah, again you know in um like 5 to 10 portraits every year i have done uh with pencil and i love that medium as well not with pencil i mostly did with ball pen uh, but it's again the same concept um that that i followed from uh pencil and charcoal uh but i did with ball, ball pen there was a little bit of ego in me uh, that um uh, says no i do not make mistakes and and all that and later on i found out it's completely fine to make mistakes to make progress and that's um that's that's what watercolor is one of those medium that taught me humility and it humbled me uh, as soon as i started learning watercolor i started doing watercolor it 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 put me to the ground and then Uh, i accepted uh, i accepted the the command of watercolor and then it helped me to grow so you have to accept the reality and then it's much easier once you accept that you are weak in a certain area it it lets open all those doors to improve and i'm still improving i'm still learning and i'm still it, it will be a lifelong process and I do not want it to be really, really quick. I want it to be slow. I want it to do more things. I want to enjoy uh, this whole process of learning and improving each single day. So these are my thoughts on, um, on, on other mediums. Second topic for today that I uh, want to discuss is how do I decide the size of my painting? And what color, uh, what uh, sizes of paper available in in the market? And how do I uh, choose between those subjects that I do? It's actually, um, for me, the size of the paper depends on two two things uh, majorly. First, what is the subject? Second, what is the composition? that is in my mind so the composition is is a very important key uh, that can define the paper size as well not just the subject Uh, for instance um, i'll start with portrait first so portrait can be done anywhere from a4 size so um a4 size to all the way very big and what is the, the best composition uh, for that? So let me um, quickly explain what the paper sizes are. So paper sizes in uh, in its universally uh, it's a little bit smaller than uh, the actual copier paper, the, the legal papers and uh, and we will go through it. For example, A4 size of paper is your copier paper which is a standard like notebook paper as well notebook sometimes are bigger sometimes smaller than a4 but it's pretty much like the a4 is 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 the long rectangular paper that is used to copy any document all most of the documents are in a4 so a little bit smaller size than a4 is known as 16k paper so in in china it's known as 16k and in many locations as well it is known as 16k so a4 gets reduced to a3 so when we say a3 it's just twice the size of a4 when we say a2 it's just twice the size of a3 and four times the size of um four times the size of a4 and similarly a1 and a0 a0 is would be the biggest Uh, piece of paper and so now I will talk what are the equivalents of um, of of painting paper so the painting paper is just divided by 2 16K is equivalent to A4 and A3 would be 8K and A4 would be 4K sorry A2 would be 4K and then um there will be a 2K, which is uh, the size of A1, and then A0 uh, will be 1K. So 1K is extremely large uh, piece of paper. I, I have never uh, painted anything on 1K as of now. Um, now, let, now let's talk about the especially the composition. How, how do I fit a composition in, a, in what size of paper? And for us who are usually uh, the working professionals and who are doing uh, watercolor, for us, I think if you're practicing every evening and it depends on how much time do you spend every day. So um, I would suggest, you know, like anything which is still life and has minimal um intensity uh, has minimal objects and minimal uh, drama drama of light can be done in a4 as well uh, but standard standard uh, a4 or a or 16k as well but standard size i use right now i did that for one year one whole year i used to cut the paper in half and just like a a4 size paper I, all my paintings were on that side size, size unless there is like a weekend and i i have a little bit more time and i want to do something special that i have been thinking of then i would uh, do a double size uh, painting so this is uh, this is choosing the paper or size of your painting depending on how much time you have now let's talk about how what, what are the composition that looks great on what size So, for instance, uh, I was talking about portraits. So, a portrait can be done, um, right now I will uh, speak the name of the paper from A4 to A1 perspective so that everybody can relate to it. So, if you are looking for a portrait, it can be done from A4, from anywhere from A4 up to I would say A2, A3 and A2 and even A1 size is fine uh, to do a portrait. Now, when we talk about portrait, what can be done in A4 and what can be done in A3? So if you're just painting, uh, like a face up to the collar, the collar, uh, collar bone, and you have limited background in that and, and you just, uh, measured, um, I would say like 70% of the, fa- 70% of the paper is just the face and the, the head. 70 percent on that so it will still be small and that can cover 70 percent of the paper so you go for a4 but even but my best composition is to do a little bit bigger face not not twice as big but a little bit bigger face on a a3 size paper so what happens is when you put the face on a bigger paper, a smaller face on a bigger paper. In this case, this face will be still bigger than that A4 uh, size face. It will be just a little bit bigger. And when you bring that painting up until the chest, or even just above the chest, uh, is it gives you more three-dimensional. Um, it gives you a little bit of more additional dimension to the face this is what i observed when i started doing a similar portrait on a bigger size of paper because you know um, your face starts looking compact and the environment starts looking bigger so it, it already gives you a little bit more dimension and if you look at the paintings of uh, matt Soref, uh, who is my favorite artist and I think Nick Alum is also very famous uh, in watercolor and uh, uh, in oil as well. So if you look, the, his um, portrait composition as well, and I have seen this in many um, artists. Um, it's a very common trend, actually, in this era to have um, a little bit of bigger size of painting and the face will be either in the center and it would be the face would be 50% or even lesser than 50% of the paper in earlier case it was 70% so if you look at the stan miller style of painting and he has done uh, he does just the face and very minimum even the hair is not done a lot of time on one side and it still looks great he has um, his own composition um, that that so he, it can be done on A4 size. I'm pretty sure he does it on a much bigger, a little bit bigger paper. Uh, but as a beginner, you can do that on A4 size. So this kind of composition and uh, now let's, uh, this kind of composition of doing face 50% of the paper in the center and uh, and use, doing it on A3 will give you much uh, better looking, um, Better looking painting eventually has a good composition. Now, what kind of portrait would you do on even bigger paper? So, let's say you are now moving towards A2 size paper, and what kind of painting would you do on A2? Uh, Just you're just doing portrait. So, if you're doing portrait um, Mona Lisa way, you know, so why I bring uh, Mona Lisa on this um, is actually, I think M- Mona Lisa is almost similar size that what I just mentioned around A2 size uh, of painting. So in the earlier days uh, before Mona Lisa, um, the portraits were painted uh, standing. The people were standing and it, it used to be a standing portrait and it used to be a done Uh, Just on the size A1, or actually a little bit bigger than A1. And since it's like the seven times the head, the body is a whole body is uh, seven times the head. It's mostly it it was majorly a figurative painting rather than a portrait. But as a royal portrait uh, uh, or the rich people would commission an artist to get um, the, the painting done and the head being held high and um, so all those uh, characteristics uh, were painted at that time but when mona lisa came it i think it was like one of the first paintings to have it a uh, waist uh, up until the waist or even a little bit above the waist uh, that uh, uh, was one of the first paintings to to get done in such composition and also the bokeh mode and all those things Our first scene in that painting itself. So um, that composition, when I am going for uh, a portrait and I have to do the portrait uh, up until like the waist height or if it is for a commission, um, then I would go for like uh, A2 size, which is four times the A4. And composition will still be like, you know, this time the face will be around like 30 to 40% of the, the paper. I would say 30% and the remaining would be the, uh, the body of this paper. So if you look at all these three, uh, the, the head size uh, is, is more or less of the same height and width. Uh, but the paper size is changing and your uh, body composition is increasing slowly and that that would be the right choice of paper right choice of painting uh, to get like the utmost uh, result um, utmost beauty in case of uh, um, in case of portraits what about the landscapes so landscapes are um actually i would say like a3 sizes are most appropriate size for a land, landscape which is just twice of a4 for us to paint and most of my paintings uh, the painting that you are looking at right now on the cover which i just finished today after two weeks i didn't uh, work on it for two weeks i did get a lot of confidence from that and then I, once i got confidence i uh, left it and i had a lot of work uh, during last two to three weeks so I didn't come on to that uh, because I did not want to go on to that painting with half-hearted mind and, and ruin it. So I left it that way. Then I uh, I had a little bit of artistic mind today. Uh, I was in mood to paint. So I just finished it today. And um, you can see this is done on A3 size or I would say 16K size. of. So this is my standard size of um, of, um of um, a landscape but if you're going for an exhibition you can actually expand the same uh, size of painting uh, to like just four times the a3 which is actually the case Uh, a lot of exhibitions love big paintings and then um, again uh, it depends a lot on your composition if it is a cityscape and you have like a good amount of perspective to show, uh, and you have a nice horizon line, and you have many things to um, to suggest that perspective. In that case, you choose a bigger paper. But if you have like a you know um, uh, like a quiet environment, quiet painting, some trees, and uh, certain things uh, that you wanted to show. I would say like A3 or A2 is good enough size to to go with, and and if you're just painting like sea and like you know a mountain and 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 for regular practice you can do very good landscapes even on A4 size, and uh, in my earlier days like I, as I said that the first year of practice that I did uh, and even a little bit longer. Um, i choose a4 size even for landscape for still life and like even for the portraits and it's mostly related to time uh, that i chose a4 uh, but for landscape my current standard uh, size is is a a3 size which is twice the a4 size or 8k in um, in other words so it would have been much more better if i if i said the actual measurements of those paper size Um, actually saying um, the numbers uh, uh, all this time would be uh, would be a little bit weird Uh, but let me see if i can find uh, the size chart because i forgot the uh, the 8k size paper Uh, size uh, uh, paper in inches because most of my listeners are from us and i think like uh, most of the um, uh, most of the people even outside us uh, inches are like you know preferred um, inches are like a preferred medium uh, a preferred measurement to um preferred me- uh, me- measurement for the painting at least yes so i would say you know 8 inches by 11 inches is uh 8 by 11 and then 11 by 16 is a3 and a2 is 16 by 23 so all these um so i would uh, i would do like the portraits uh, with smaller face 8 by 11 and the best composition if you're doing just the face is 11 by 16 inches and uh, if you're doing up to the waist if you should do it on 16 by 23.4 16 16 and a half 23.4 inches and um, if you're going like full body size you should go up to like the a2 size which is uh, basically sorry a1 size which is basically 23 multiplied by 33 23 by 33 uh, is the size of like the whole body uh, painting that if you're doing for that if you're going for um, like landscape day to day landscape would be again it would be just a3 size um, 11 by 16 inches uh, would be uh, the right uh, would be the right uh, uh, size of paper uh, for day-to-day uh, landscape that you are doing, and if you have bigger perspective, you can definitely go all the way up to like twenty-three by thirty-three inches or sixteen by twenty-three inches um, for landscape as well. And for um, and for still life, it's again like you know, it's a it's a it's a good choice to have. Um, depends on the complexity of of uh, the still life how much detail you want to show if you have bigger subject and you want to show a lot more detail in that case go for the the biggest paper you have in um in in all these um three uh, three sections of art portraits landscape and um, still life you can go the biggest size you have if if you have time and if you have if you want to go for details because you know anything if you make even make like you know some mistakes in a very big painting if the size is big you know uh, when people look from far they hardly notice it and um, and it's good to have bigger uh, paper if you are going extremely detailed uh, so that it gives you enough uh, room to create that gradient uh, in a small, like let's say if you're painting like a pole in A4 size paper, which is, you know, which is a very tiny part of your painting, the pole, how will you define that in realistic painting? You'll just draw two lines. You'll draw one light side and one dark side. But if you have a little bit of bigger paper, what you can you can just create that gradient the that shift from dark to light for a cylindrical object and if you are going even for even bigger paper you can definitely have uh you know a little bit of play of um uh of warm and cool as well which makes painting interesting which makes it more realistic and you can like you know put some stains put some dots That like, you know, you can go a little bit one level zoom on if you have a little bit bigger paper. So these are my thoughts on like, you know, how to choose paper for. um, um, How to choose paper size for our painting size for certain subject and certain composition. And for us, for the people who are working, um, who have a day job and. Uh, like right uh, like practicing i would suggest go for a4 size for everything and then like you know after a year like do one or two paintings in a week on a3 size which you can get framed and which you can like you know get to build more confidence working on bigger painting definitely increases your confidence. It, it takes you more towards becoming a professional artist. And um, I, uh, I make sure I, I make 5 to 10 paintings on A2 size or A1 size every year uh, just to, uh, you know, stay in the game. And if I get more time, I will, I'll probably do more such paintings. I hope uh, this episode helps you uh, in your journey and uh, do um, do rate this podcast and if, if you're listening if you have listened to this far it means you like it and most of my episodes are always based on experience and very um, closely related to the watercolor to the subject itself I do not, I do not talk about um, any other thing uh, other than The Struggles of Watercolour. Majorly, it's all about watercolour. So if you like this podcast, please make it a favourite so that you can like, you know, uh, please subscribe to it so that you can get my episodes. Um, And one important thing I want to say is uh, do send me messages and uh, suggest me topics that what you want to listen about. uh, Because these are the topics that Uh, that come to me or I have uh, thought of these topics uh, for a really long time and then I speak about it on my episodes. So it would be nice. It would be really nice um, if you can come out and you want to listen to about certain um, subjects, then I will be very happy uh, to talk on those topics and hopefully it will help you. And all the links are in my description. My Skillshare uh, my Skillshare link, by the way, gives you one month free. So um, go ahead if you don't have a Skillshare account and you only do want to join for one month and trial and try do that and check out my classes. Uh, I have made those classes specifically as a paint along classes so that you can learn while painting uh, what i am painting and it's um uh, you guys are free to paint what i'm painting right there do check out my instagram on my facebook you can also write and uh, i have an email you can write on my email and give your feedback thank you so much for listening